message for you today. And what I want to share with you, I'm going to open with a story from a book uh, we are reading right now. And it's a story of a businessman. It doesn't say what specifically he does, but he had a firm um, with like consultants and clients and everything. And he experienced quite a large setback when somebody left and took a lot of business along with him. And so he was feeling pretty down and he decided, well, I'm not going to play the victim. I'm going to hold on to my vision and I'm going to like refresh and renew my mind and take a break. And so he had a vacation planned to Alaska and during this time. And so while he was there, um, he, you know, he was able to relax and and um, his thinking shifted and he reflected on all the wonderful parts of his life and what he had to be grateful for and what he could be proud of. And during that trip, um, he was on a rafting journey down a river and they're like navigating around through the river in between um, these mountains and they come around a bend and he sees on the mountains just this amazing sea of purple flowers spread across the mountains as far as his eye could see and he was like what in the world is that that's the most incredible thing i've ever seen and the guide tells him that it was called fireweed and that is what happens that after a few years there was a forest fire the whole mountain had been completely leveled and destroyed and it was just, it used to be just charred. You know, you know the aftermath of forest fires, what that looks like. And after a few years, when you see those purple flowers sprout back up, he said that's the first sign that the forest has begun regenerating. And when I read that, I was just like, wow, that is deep on so many levels because how many times have we felt like maybe we've been burned down (laughs) or we've been just like completely leveled, wiped out. And you know, that's okay if that happens. It's it's probably like, that's like a normal part of life. Um, But you know, the key is to not get stuck there and to not stay there. And what you can do is you can think of it this way. I I saw this quote from Tony Robbins today and it really, it kind of linked with this in my mind because what he said was, you are a creator of your life, not a manager of your circumstances. And I thought that is such a simple statement, but so powerful at the same time, because how often do we go into managing mode or you could think of it like being reactionary instead of proactive or in the creativity mode and it's something that we need to pay attention to and that we get to decide what to focus on and so I always like to like if I want to get myself in a better mindset if we want to shift from managing and reacting to being the creator of our life and in a creative mode the best way to do that is to just start with gratitude it's just to sit down and take a moment 
clear your mind and just reflect. And, you know, we've all seen the gratitude practices. You know, it's very common in November, you know, like 30 days of gratitude and where you just like share what you're grateful for. And this is a very specific type of gratitude because you can be like, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my friends. I'm grateful that I have a working car. I'm grateful that I have a job that I can provide for my family. You know, those are things or objects. And so a a slight shift that you can do is to think about moments or experiences with people in your past that you are grateful that you had and that just kind of that was a new thought for me today I never thought of it that way and the more I thought about it I was like well that's what really matters doesn't it because when you you think back and you have good memories and you're grateful for those experiences like our experiences is what shapes us it's it's what teaches us and so I thought what what a fantastic thing especially like we are we are just kind of I don't want to say trudging but like Krista said yesterday to move from surviving to thriving I thought that was an amazing message because even though it may not feel like it at times we are thriving like look back on this year and see how far we have come and even though this was like it's really easy to focus on the negativity of this year I would I would challenge you to look back and pick out three moments from this year from 2020 that you are grateful to have experienced and just see how your energy level changes and it can be it can be a rebirth and I'll circle back to that story that I opened with it was like the forest was experiencing a rebirth and we can do that for ourselves anytime and so I just I just love that thought like why we don't have to wait till January 1st make some New Year's resolution we don't have to wait till Monday we can do it right now and so I would love I would love for you to take five minutes today because you know the the more we get into December the more you might start to feel a little stress you know the holidays can be hectic and you might be hearing that from your family and friends and from your customers when you're trying to book them you know you're gonna hear you're gonna hear that a lot so try to try to get ahead of that and just be zen about the whole thing it doesn't have to be hectic it doesn't have to feel that way so I would say take five minutes today do that gratitude practice think about experiences that you've had this year that you can be grateful for and you know what will happen next your energy level will elevate your vision will come back to you you'll feel inspired ready to take action and I mean, you you can't not feel better after doing that exercise. So I dare you, give it a try. And I'd love to hear um, just how you felt afterward. And if anyone wants to share 
a specific thing that you're grateful for, you can, but you don't have to. But I'm excited to do this exercise today, and I think it's going to be something that I I definitely want to make sure that I do more often because, you know, with all the things that I've learned, um, you know, that's one of the things I'm grateful for about being a sales director is the personal growth and the extra, you know, work on myself that I learn from um, other amazing directors and people who've been in this company for so long. There's just so many amazing resources and tools that you have at your disposal. and. So I'm grateful for those things that I've learned and that it is a priority. I need to prioritize this time, you know, to be with yourself and be be with your mind and practice this gratitude to experience a rebirth. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and have a happy gratitude practice. We'll talk to you later. Happy afternoon, my friend. How are you doing? This is Carmen, and I just wanted to check on you. Take a deep breath. Sometimes we just have to do that, right? And I don't know where you're at. I don't know if you're in a car right now. I don't know if you're by your computer. I don't know if you're racing to go pick up children from school. I don't know where you are. But wherever you are, I would invite you to take a deep, deep breath and let it out. And what that does is it's starting to reconnect our body to our thought process. Sometimes when those things are apart, we find ourselves going forward and backward and our mind is racing and we wonder where we're supposed to go and how we're supposed to get it all fit in and who we're supposed to call and the things that we didn't do and that we're supposed to do and it's a week before Christmas exactly today and the to-do list might seem super super long but I want to invite you my friend the time is going to pass anyway it's going to go somewhere whether you spend it listening to this or whether you spend it running around or whether you spend it completely detached from anything I'm going to say and it's okay that you're that way right now it's okay I promise you you're not being judged I'm not judging you nobody's judging you but I want you to take a deep breath and let it back out and just in this moment there's nothing that you have to be accountable for there's no thoughts that you have to do anything this is just you getting in touch with your body and your mind something that I have done for years is practiced yoga and I was very surprised when I was pregnant with my first child my OB was a a yoga instructor and so that's how I got into it I have a lot of pain when I was pregnant and I learned through yoga that releasing pain is releasing breath not being attached to it and also being attached to it so sometimes when you're taking a breath you're releasing the things to come out and it helps you relax and at the same time 
it also helps with your brain and I'm talking these in really dumb ma- dumbed down matters because that's the way I understand it that when you let out the breath you're releasing anything else that goes and when you take a deep breath it's almost like your body has to pause because you cannot survive without even one breath and then when you let it out it's like your whole body is so thankful that you don't have to hang on to your breath it's releasing every every thought every tense part of your body and so there are times during the day where you need to stop and just take a deep breath and let it back out and take a deep breath and let it back out what happens in yoga is when you are breathing and also moving your body when you take a deep breath and go into a stretch and let it out your stretch can become longer and so even when you didn't think you were that flexible concentrating on the breath and the rhythm and the flow of your body and your breath together you actually become more flexible and so what I have found is just really interesting of how this works in Mary Kay and how this works in our business is that we set goals and I don't know about you but I have set lofty goals huge goals crazy goals I have set goals that were very much not in a big enough stretch for me I've set so many different kinds of goals and there are so many different patterns and emotional thoughts and activities that we may or may not do that may or may not support us in our goal. And so, you know, one thing that it requires when you're doing something new is great patience. I took 11 years of piano lessons. I was not Beethoven my first year. I was not Beethoven my second year, or my third, or my fourth, or my fifth. And by the time I got into my fifth, almost sixth year, that was when I was able to start playing Beethoven's fifth. And you know, what is so interesting is in the the fifth and sixth year, that is when your brain starts to do things to to your fingers and I'm talking musically that your brain is starting to remember all those little notes what the count means all of these little things that you don't even have to think about you naturally know what it means on a piece of music and your fingers respond to it and so the same thing as in yoga is that we don't learn these things in our first week our first month we're not learning flow immediately we're not learning breathing immediately but it's like within that first couple of months that we start to understand how the breath is involved with our body that we suddenly find ourselves not even thinking about it we're just going to the next step so that whole background is something that I want to talk to you about Mary Kay which is going to take me exactly two minutes and that is our daily discipline in calling our people the 21 days of tracking and what I love about the 21 day is not only does it keep you accountable but it helps you keep track because I don't know about you but when I have more than eight to ten names to keep track of I lose the plot there is nothing that I'm going to be able to do (laughs) to remember because everything else is always happening everything else will happen life will happen regardless of what we choose or not choose to do in our Mary Kay business and so I always have to track them and something that really blew the lid off of my thinking a couple years ago when I was first introduced to the 21 day tracking 
was that people don't usually respond to the first text or the first call. Maybe not the second, maybe not the third attempt, maybe not the fourth, but the magic starts to happen between the fifth attempt and the eighth attempt. In fact, it is so dramatically large. The jump, which is like 2%, will respond to that first text. By the time you get to the fifth and the eighth attempt, it becomes 80% more likely that they'll respond. So think about it playing the piano think about yoga you don't learn beethoven you don't become you know the namaste instructor overnight that is through practice and so why do we in our business think that we have to have it perfect the first time the second time the third time the fourth time the fifth time is when the magic starts to happen and so i i think that with the 21 day challenge you are Uh, and I call it the 21 day challenge. It's referred to as that. It's called the 21 day tracking. There's many different names to it, but the basic of the whole model is just keep track of your people. There are so many things that your director is doing and scheduling events week after week for you to fit them in. And I know there's at least two, probably between two and four events a week that your director is doing. And so you're always able to plug your people in to that next event. So how the 21 day works is that you write the name down and you don't have to have any fancy tracking sheet. You can take a notebook, you write the name down, you write their number down, how you know them or how you met them or who they were referred by, put that in a column. And then you're going to write across the top, attempt one, two, three, four, five. And if you wanna go beyond that, you can as well. Um, and then you simply write the date of your attempt and I might put a little GHH for girlfriend's happy hour. Um, I might put it, put where I invited them to or the happy skin hour, which HSH, you know, you can decide how you want to track that. But every single attempt we are going to call and ask them. Hi Trish, this is Carmen. And you're you're going to invite them to a happy hour. You're going to invite them to a girlfriend's happy hour. You might have them as a referral. And I paused there because I didn't know where I was going. Am I doing a referral or am I doing it to an event? But it doesn't matter in so much what you say, it's just how you say it. And I love the perfect script that we're doing to invite those people. It's simple, it's direct. Um, it's not too wordy and it's it's perfect. It's just hi Trish. I'm having a really fun thing. It's a girlfriend's happy hour. Are you available at seven o'clock? You know, that's a very simple way. And I know that your director has a lot of them. I'm not looking at my notebook right now um, because I'm walking, but I just am so excited of the possibilities in letting go. Letting go letting go, letting go. We didn't learn anything new except in a step-by-step-by-step process. And the 21-day challenge not only keeps you accountable to know that you are booking, because I know we can think a lot about Mary Kay and still not be doing the activity that is in booking. You know, booking is the lifeline of our business. It's what keeps us going. It's what keeps our business working. And so when we are not attempting it, how can we expect magic to come out of thin air? I'm not saying that magic doesn't come out, 
but those blessings always happen when we have been dedicated to a work. God cannot bless us where we are not willing to dedicate to. And so I I just want to invite you that it, it, those little small things that we keep doing, the first call, the second call, it may not seem like we're doing a lot, but it's those first few steps that prove to us that we can do just one more step and then another step and it never you never know where the payoff is going to come from i can promise you that if you are dedicated to this 21 day process for more than a week more than a week i'm gonna have to say that you're going to have to do it for more than a week i would say a minimum of two weeks just to see the outcome because if you're making 10 calls a day i can almost guarantee that you're going to get at least one booking And so if those are your odds, think about what you're doing every day that you're calling just 10 people. And maybe your wheelhouse right now is just calling five. That's okay. Start somewhere. Start somewhere. It's step by step, breath by breath, practice by practice. It's it's not hard. It's not maybe something that you are extremely proud of at the moment but those simple small steps help you learn how to play Beethoven helps you learn how to lead a class namaste helps you learn how to become a leader in Mary Kay step by step so just encourage you take a deep breath it's gonna be okay I love you all